Hello and welcome back. I'm your host, Mike Jezoshek, and I'm a CPA and founder over at Jetro, which is a digital accounting firm servicing small business owners across the country. And today I have a special guest. As we continue to talk about year-end strategies and things that we should be putting in place uh, as we get closer to 1231, I wanted to bring Lisa on from our team. And, and Lisa's another CPA on staff, and most of the tax stuff you see going on here on Jet Show, she's kind of the brains behind it. So that's why I decided it'd be best to bring her on the show. So uh, I, I'm extremely honored to kind of introduce you to Lisa and uh, as a member of our team. So Lisa, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mike. It's great to be here. So what we want to talk about next is really kind of going through last minute kind of year end business deductions. And these are things that are going to be able to lower your tax liability and thus help you pay less in taxes. So the first topic that we want to talk about is prepaid expenses. Sure. So now is a great time to be thinking about any expenses or, I mean, a big thing is office supplies. Any office supplies you can buy now prior to year end. Um, any type of equipment, furniture and fixtures, things that you know you will be needing early on to the next year that you want to purchase now would be a great time to think about that. Time is still on our side. So, and being if you are a cash basis taxpayer, any amounts you pay prior to your end are a deduction on your income statement. So just be cognitive of, of, of things that you may need um, now that if you want to buy now, it'd be a great time to, to do so. Yeah, and, and also kind of touching on that, if there's, you, you are being a cash basis taxpayer, uh, you're able to prepay some expenses. So uh, an example that might be like rent. If you wanted to, if you had some extra cash on hand, you wanted to get the expense this year to help lower that taxing, taxable income, you would be able to prepay your rent. So you could pay up to 12 months in advance. So you could pay for all of 2020. Um, let's say you make that payment for rent at the end of the year. So on 1231, you send a checkout. Um, the nice thing about that is, let's say you had $3,000 a month in rent. You could send a check on 1231, take that expense because the check was written. I would say just make sure that you have some kind of documentation or proof of the date that you sent it out. Uh, maybe do it like certified mail or something like that. Uh, but you could prepay that full year if you wanted. And so instead of getting, you could potentially add, the, if you use that example, 3000 a month, you could add an additional 36,000 in expenses uh, in 2019. So that might be something you want to consider. Now it's important that you do let your landlord know if you're doing that in the strategy that you're doing so that the landlord doesn't think that you made a mistake of somehow. You know, sometimes the landlord will give you your money back and uh, if they don't kind of know what, uh, are aware of what you're doing. So be sure to just give them a heads up if you're kind of going to use that strategy. You know, the second main strategy that we can talk about as year end is, is to really kind of stop billing your customers or clients. And so generally speaking, when you have uh, a payment that comes in uh, or when you get paid by your, your customers or clients, it's because you sent them an invoice. And so one way to kind of push that income to next year is to wait to invoice them or collect their money until 2020. And so uh, one strategy is, let's say you're a lawyer that you usually bill your clients at the end of each week. You could gather up those December billings and wait to send them until January. And by doing that, assuming you're a cash basis, cash, uh, cash basis payer, all that income would show up in January of 2020 instead of December of 2019. So it's just kind of a shift of when you're receiving that money. Now, I will kind of put a caveat to this that if you... Uh, if you have any clients that are trouble payers or people that you're not able to collect from really relatively easy, you might want to just be cautious on doing this with them because uh, by delaying that billing, you might not get paid obviously for, 
for a longer period of time. So anyone that's a good payer, great strategy to use, just push that income into a different year. Uh, but if you do have some trouble clients, I, I would probably hold off on this strategy with them. So that's again, stop billing customers or clients until the new year and then that income will flow through to the new year instead of being kind of stuck here in 2019. And if you're looking to make any bigger purchases, um, computers, anything over, uh, the IRS put out a ruling that anything under 2,500 um, can be expensed, anything over can, uh, can be capitalized. However, with those big office purchases or furniture and fixture purchases, we can still take the full deduction. It's called the Section 179 expense. So if you do purchase a computer or any type of um, you know, office equipment, anything to that nature, anything fixed asset wise, we can elect to take the full deduction of that cost of that equipment. So it is, it's still a great time to be thinking about that kind of, those types of things that maybe, you know, anything, a big purchase like that, especially over 2,500, you will still get, be able to take the deduction on your tax return. So be thinking of those things as well. Yeah. And again, it's kind of just that idea of if you know you're going to have to purchase something in the future, now is a good time to do it. So you can get that tax deduction in this year. Um, and so, but I, I always caution this too and say, you know, be careful with this. Don't just buy things to buy things. Um, if it doesn't make sense in your business, obviously don't force an expense on yourself. Um, so don't do something just for a tax deduction. It's just if you actually need some of these items, now's a good time to do it to get it on the books before your rent. When we're talking about that kind of prepaying of expenses and, and utilizing those tax strategies, um, another thing to think about is using your credit cards. So if you have a business credit card, um, the, char the day you charge that credit card is actually when you get to take the expense. So if you have a credit card purchase today, or let's say on December 28th, and that card, card purchase goes through on the 28th, you get that expense in 2018, even if you don't pay off that credit card until next year. So just something to consider that you can utilize your credit cards if you don't have quite the cash on hand that you'd like, or if you just want to put some of it on credit, you have that ability to still get the business expense, even though you're technically not actually paying that credit card until the new year. So if you have business credit cards, kind of think of that as an option as well. And with all these talks about deductions and things, don't ever assume you're taking too many deductions, uh, especially if you even have questions about certain expenses. Should I pay this now? Should I wait? Now's a great time to ask those questions because if it is a legitimate business deduction that you can take this year, we'd like to see it, you know, this year because um, it will help you out on tax time. But, you know, there's a lot of questions concerning uh, business owners, whether or not this, you know, I can do this or can. It's a great time to, to, um, let us know your questions on those because it's, you can never take too many business deductions, especially if they're legitimate business deductions. But again, like Mike was saying, you know, don't just buy stuff to buy stuff. I mean, so if you have any, any further questions concerning that, please let us know and we'd be happy to help out. Yeah. And kind of to that point, as a business owner, you have the advantage to turn a lot of everyday expenses into business expenses. So again, don't necessarily be afraid to take a deduction. If it's something that's a little bit you're questionable out, ask us, you know, talk to somebody about that deduction to make sure that it's legitimate, but don't be afraid to even take deductions and create a loss. As long as you have legitimate business deductions that you can support, the IRS can't challenge that. So, um, you know, just, just take that. Don't be afraid to take deductions. So kind of what we talked about as far as um, 
some last minute year end business deduction is, is one prepaying expenses. So, um, you know, if you want to prepay rent, prepay insurance, you can do that as long as your cash basis filer, get that deduction today. Um, also things like office equipment, supplies, every little thing adds up. So even if it's buying paper, um, you know, if you need, if you know you're going to need paper or whatever kind of office supplies next year and you have some cash on hand, you have some tax liability you want to minimize, now's a great time to pay for that expense, get it on the books, um, and then you have it in your business. Uh, you know, another item we talked about was stop billing customers or clients. So again, delay that building, billing into next year. You'll receive that income next year, assuming again that you're a cash basis filer. You'll receive that income next year and you won't have to report that in 2019. Um, year end's a good time to buy office equipment or other kind of necessary fixed assets if you need to. There's a lot of, um, with the new tax law, a lot of depreciation allows us to accelerate that quicker than usual. So um, we're able to get some of those expenses on your books before year end. Um, and again, use your credit cards. As long as you're using a business credit card and the purchase was made before year end, it is a business expense, even if you don't pay that credit card off till next year. And again, kind of how Lisa just mentioned, um, you know, just don't assume you're taking too many tax deductions. So hopefully those are some really good tips that allow you to help minimize that tax liability before year end. Now, one last thing before I go. We created a Facebook group called Building a Successful Law Firm to take what you learn here and dive even deeper. This Facebook group is a place where we share tons of value for free, and you also have the opportunity to bring up situations you are faced with and collaborate not only with our team, but with other firm owners as well. Simply go to Facebook and search for the Building a Successful Law Firm group. Again, it's building a successful law firm group. I'll see you in there. Welcome to the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to law firm owners. You will be on your way to growing your practice and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. This has been another episode of the Law Firm Accounting and Tax Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other law firm owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.